Hi, and welcome to the Reef Roundup podcast, where we dive into marine conservation stories from around the world. We're your hosts. I'm Graham. And I'm Tamara, and we can't wait to dive into this episode. Join us and meet some of the many amazing people who are doing exciting work to save the ocean for future generations, with a focus on restoration, ecology, and environment. We hope today's show is a wake-up call, but also brings you both hope and inspiration as you learn about the amazing work that's being done and how you too can be an ocean champion. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Reef Roundup. We're excited to welcome you to the show. Today, Tamara, my co-host and I, are going to be interviewing each other so you can get to know who the two of us are a little bit better before we dive into the rest of the podcast. So why don't we kick it off? Tamara, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, so my name is Tamara Silverstone. I'm currently a full-time student and I'm studying environmental science and sustainability in the Netherlands. I started scuba diving when I was around 11 years old in Belize and I was just immediately hooked. I loved every second of being underwater, the silence combined with the overwhelming amount of life and activity. It was just a completely unfamiliar yet fascinating world. And as an aspiring marine biologist, I always loved hearing stories from people who are in the field, actively trying to make a positive impact for the future of our oceans. Their diverse voices, their experiences, and their approaches have always inspired me. After meeting Graham while completing a marine conservation internship in Thailand, we decided to create this platform to share these stories with the world. And we're so excited to bring you the Reef Roundup podcast. So Graham, tell us a little bit about yourself. So as you know by now, my name is Graham. I have a master's degree in public policy, and I'm also a dive instructor, which I think is a pretty uh, unique mix. I spent most of my adult life working for nonprofits, mostly helping to build new programs and try to figure out ways to help them fulfill their missions. Meanwhile, during that course of time, I've been developing from what first started as a hobby, namely scuba diving, into something that's really become a passion as I've learned more about uh, ecology, environment, and just the big challenges that the reefs are facing. A year and a half ago, I decided to go all in and I quit my job in healthcare to pursue my passion and to assist in the protection and restoration of the coral reefs. So I went to Mexico first and then eventually Thailand and Malaysia, taking part in programs which had a conservation focus and just trying to immerse myself in this world and learn as much as I could. In 2020, I founded the 501c3 nonprofit Reef Scuba. Reef stands for Restoration, Ecology, and Environment-Focused Scuba Diving. And since then, Tamara and I have been working to build this organization, of which the Reef Roundup podcast is one element. How did you first get into ocean conservation? It's so funny. Like, I feel like that's been literally like the main chunk of my personality for like my whole life. Like, wow. how do I, you know, like, wow. oh, there's that ocean girl. Like, I don't, I don't know how, if there was like one moment when I got into it. Yeah. 
but sometimes I feel like that, you know, like, do I have other personality traits besides like the ocean girl? (laughs) 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 What's your answer? (laughs) I first went diving when I was teaching English in Thailand about 10 years ago and was just overcome by the beauty and the, the, you know, colorful creatures I was seeing and just felt like I had gone on this like otherworldly voyage that I wanted to talk with everyone about, share with everyone I met. And I've slowly learned more and more, you know, over the course of these last 10 years. And I think it's, you know, the, the more you learn about the ocean, the more you discover the challenges that it's facing. And so I think for me, it's something that's more grown slowly. Uh, I, I do remember though, in particular, one time when I was diving in Mexico and I went back to a, a spot that I'd been to about five years previous to that, I went to an area that I remembered being super colorful and having like several turtles and, you know, fish all over. And it was a very different scene. Um, there is a lot of bleached and dead coral and it was It was a little bit heartbreaking and I didn't know why. And I wanted to find out like how this could happen. So that's kind of the slow, the slow way that I was inducted into it. Can I actually tell you one more thing? So this may sound, you know, maybe a little cheesy, but I'm diving there. I'm I'm wondering why everything looks so different. And a turtle swam up to me, a giant turtle as big as me and just like, you know, kept coming closer and closer and closer until we're looking eye to eye. And I just learned that these turtles live, you know, sometimes 80, 100 years. And so this turtle had seen not all the change, not only all the changes that had happened recently, but throughout, you know, longer than my entire life. And I was just looking in the eyes of the turtle and just thinking, I want to, I want to help you. Like you're here and you don't understand all the changes that are happening and why. And like, I want to help make sure that the beauty uh, that you grew up in is what you can experience for the rest of your life and your children's lives, you know? Um, so yeah. That's really good. <laughs> no, that's super cheesy, but it's true. Like that it's happened. True. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, I really wish that I had like one story. I mean, I thought your answer was so beautiful though, because it it was just from your heart and you're just like, I've always been the ocean girl. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about, you know, how your, the, the love you had from the ocean from the time you were younger transitioned into deciding to focus on that in your education and and, in your life. Yeah. So actually I, I always, grew up near the ocean and I really owe it to my parents for instilling the curiosity and the the awe and the desire to protect the ocean. I remember waiting and waiting and waiting until the day when I was 10 or 11 years old and I was finally old enough to go on a discover scuba little like intro <laughs> trip. I think we didn't go more than 10 feet underwater, but I was just blown away by everything. And when I was a teenager, I did like a summer di- summer scuba diving camp. And I think that's, that's when I really thought, wow, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, but I did notice, you know, over time, I 
notice more rubbish and and debris and plastic in the ocean. I notice these bleaching events. And as I learned more and more, I could recognize these issues when I saw them. And I just thought, I have to, I have to study this in university. I have to learn more so that I can do more. Beautiful. Okay, so by tuning in to Reef Roundup, what are you going to be listening to? So some of the elements of the show that we're very excited to share with you are going to be, number one, interviews with very inspirational people who are doing amazing work in the ocean, helping to save it, helping to do the science, the policy, etc. Uh, we're also going to be covering new research on ocean-related topics. There's constantly new data coming out, uh, new papers being written. We're going to sort through those and we're going to bring you the creme de la creme, the best of those. The final component is you as listeners will be able to ask us questions and we will either answer them ourselves if we know it, although much more likely we're going to reach out to some experts who are going to be able to give you an answer that is based on all of their years of knowledge and research. We have several upcoming interviews that we're really excited to share with everyone. First of all, Andrea, who works for the community outreach for the Whale Shark and Oceanic Research Center in Utila, Honduras. We also had a conversation with Danny, who's the founder and executive director of the Utila Coral Foundation. And we're really looking forward to bringing you a conversation with Bob, who's the founder of Coral Aid, which works with mineral accretion technology in coral restoration. We're also excited to share some upcoming stories on coral spawning projects, a huge project in Southern Florida, which is creating an eight mile long rebuilt reef, as well as many other exciting stories that we've come across in the last year. Thank you for joining us for our first episode. We were really excited to record today and a little bit nervous, but thanks for tuning in to the Reef Roundup podcast. And don't forget to check back in in two weeks for our next episode. Thank you for joining us for another edition of the Reef Roundup podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a moment and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at Reef Roundup for news about the ocean, inspiring stories, and more. You can also find more about us as well as our guests at reefroundup.com. We release a new episode every two weeks. See, See you soon. soon. <laughs>